Welcome back, Nick. Are you ready to take on Drago? Yeah, let's go. Okay, Nick. I'm going to need you to hold the ring with both hands. Okay, got it. Now, jam it into your stomach. Uh, Okay, there we go. Kind of like that. Just jam me into your stomach. Jam harder. All right, I'm, I'm using quite a bit of force. Come on, Nick, you can do it. Jam me into your stomach as hard as you can get it. It's, it hurts. Bend over. I don't like it. Bend over, Nick. I don't want to. Stick both your hands in my ring and jam me in your stomach. It hurts and I don't want to. (laughs) Come on. Don't be a coward. We can do it together. Take off your clothes and jam me in your stomach. I'm scared. I don't want to. All right. How many calories did I burn? Nine calories. Yes. Our sweat is shiny and beautiful in Nintendo's exercise torture RPG, Ring Fit Adventure, this week on How Did This Get Played? Welcome out of the Skip Play, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest video games of all time. I'm Nick Weiger, along with Heather Ann Campbell. I'm Heather Ann Campbell, along with Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And welcome back, Bucket. Edge. And hey, <laughs> we're going to say welcome back to our guest in just one second. But before we do that, before we descend into gaming hell, uh, talking about the game, I'm not talking about a guest. It was weird the way I set that up. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Our guest is delightful. We're very, Hi, very happy to have you. this is the guest. Fuck you. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, the the game is... Well, you know what? We like the game. We, we got to figure out this whole setup. But either... Whatever it is. Before we ascend into gaming heaven, let's talk about something else we like. Here on a segment we like to call 70 Seconds, where we fumble over one another... While trying to create a segment. Swish. Count us down, Matt. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I guess I can talk about The Messenger, which I've been playing. This is an indie game. Uh, indie, yeah, I, I hadn't heard of it either. You're, bo- you're both making quizzical faces. I also had not heard of it. Uh, I guess a, a semi... I, I don't want to say under the radar, because I'm sure a lot of people... you know, It got some, some acclaim. It was well-reviewed, but it's from a, a studio in Quebec. Uh, it was released in 2018... And my brother actually told me about it. Him and him and my nephew have been playing it. Uh, it's like a, it's very uh, much like a Ninja Gaiden, like you know, kind of throwback mm-hmm. uh, platformer, but with like a sense of humor. It's like an it's you know it's action platformer, and then it's got like this kind of a. It feels like an, honestly an Undertale influence, and it's very very like meta and addresses like the narrative, and then you know has like long monologues that just talk about like anxiety or whatever in kind of a comical tone. Um, it's, but I was like, it's, it's got some delightful sprite work. I mean, I think that's the best part about it. It just fucking looks great. 
It looks really uh, cool, and it's Devolver Digital, right? They make I like a lot of the stuff that they make. Yeah, the studio Sabotage that developed okay. it, and 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 uh, Devolver published it. Uh, but it's uh, I'm like honestly, I I think I would recommend it on sale. All right, okay, that's it. Uh, but You're done. <laughs> I, would I would recommend, recommend it on it sale. On is what sale <laughs> is what I'd say. <laughs> well, no, get it at full price if you like. But I mean, it's it's you know, it's also a, you know, it's got more meat on it than I than I expected. Uh, it's it's long. I thought it was near the end, and then just got a whole second half. That so yeah, I mean, I, at, fine. Buy it full price. Support these developers. Sorry for staying on sale. I'm sorry for suggesting anyone I should be on a budget. You were talking about <laughs> the 1995 to 1997, somewhere in there. Luke Besson movie starring Mila Jovovich, yes. the Messenger. Mila Jovovich, star of the Resident Evil franchise, of course, one of the better video game adaptations. I saw a post recently that she has the most recorded kills in film history, Whoa. largely due to that franchise. No one wow. has a higher body count than Jovovich. <laughs> How about that? That's pretty cool. Stallone, uh, yeah, I I Arnold, that. Bruce Willis, get out of here. Chuck <laughs> Norris, no way. Is there like a scene where she like mows down the earth? Like, is there like a cheat? <laughs> 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 uh, big gaming news, obviously. Microsoft buying Bethesda, just bananas. Yes. Did you, did anyone see this coming? Uh, I would. I I saw it coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, look, look. Everything is everything is becoming these like segmented pipelines, right? True. Like. Oh, if you want to watch Marvel stuff, you got to subscribe to Disney Plus. And since that's the model moving forward, you have to nail down these exclusives. It seems like an an answer to The Last of Us and uh, its ilk would be to buy the big macho, you know, Western games like Skyrim and Doom and Wolfenstein. I didn't think it was as shocking as everybody else did. I hate taking this tone. I'm going to yes. bring it down a notch and be like, you know, but if you didn't see it coming, that's okay. That's all right. Everything's <laughs> it's okay. okay. It's all right. Hey, it's okay. It's okay if you're like me and Matt and dumb as shit. But earth-shattering news, earth-shaking news, and hey. Maybe uh, we're, we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we're not there yet in the show. It's time to introduce our guest, a writer and producer from Succession and Preacher. Her new show, Monsterland, premieres October 2nd on Hulu, Mary Laws is back. Hi, Mary. Hello. Hi, Mary. Hi, 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 honey. <laughs> hi. <laughs> uh, Mary, thank you for returning to the show. I, I, I wanted to talk about something because we're actually going to spoil next week's game a little bit, but I, but it comes up, and I know that you played it. Uh, next week when we get into how did this get slayed and we start talking about uh, spooky, scary games for uh -huh. for a month, right. we played the first game we played was the Twilight Zone text adventure, <gasps> and Heather brought up that you were playing this with her. Yes, um, I mean it's terrible. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. But I, it was one of those things that it was like so bad. Um, it, uh, it. It's one of those text games. Like, what's the one? Uh, Zork. Heather? Zork. It's like Zork, which we really loved playing together um, 
for a while so much so that we like we were like draw- <laughs> we were like drawing maps on like grid paper trying to like remember where everything was we could get around we got really into that for a little while um and this has like a zork like feeling only um e- you know it's not as smart um the right. machine the machine of the game is not as smart but when you get a win like when you it you actually get something right and it sends you somewhere else in the game it's so satisfying it's sort of like being with a really like abusive boyfriend or something, you're like, oh my God, he finally called me. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like it's just like very, um, um, uh, it, it's, it like hits that button. What's that called? There's like a, a name for that. Um, it's, it's like the same feeling as like Stockholm playing a slap. syndrome? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in the days uh, when I pretended to be straight. No, it was like um it's like the slot machine thing. Yeah. When you like when you like win on a slot machine and it like it's that thing that makes you keep like feeding the quarters or whatever. That's what Twilight Zone was for me. It was just like every once in a while you got like a jolt of pleasure when you like actually got a command right. So I I guess maybe maybe it's my favorite game of all time. I'm not sure. I <laughs> uh, no, your initial assessment was correct. It's uh, it's very bad. It's um, really but bad. the we'll talk about it in depth next week. But I, I also wanted to ask you about so your new show Monsterland. You actually have an episode that goes into uh, gaming. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Yeah, we have our second episode um, features this really great actor named Charlie Tahan, uh, who some of you guys might know from shows like Ozark. He's awesome, and he plays an an online gamer. Uh, we actually feature, we don't ever reference it, but we feature the game um, 83. Do you guys know that game? It's like a mm-hmm. first-person shooter game. We feature that game in the episode, and oh. um, I think it's a really, like, sort of interesting and hard look at online gaming culture. Um, but yeah, so that's a, that's our, that's our second episode of the series. Mary's show also has another connection to gaming mm. in mm. Uh, its composer. Yeah. Um, Gustavo, Gustavo Santolaya, who did, um, wow. The last of us games, uh, composed wow. all the music for wow. our show. Yeah. Pretty, um, pretty unbelievable i think i'm the only one uh, uh, like in the sort of like production crew who had played those games uh and so to me he he was like a huge celebrity um (laughs) and um i was always like a little bit freaking out whenever we were you know talking about him doing the music or like he composed the music for our like long master trailer and stuff like that and i don't think anyone else had quite that connection to those those games as i did but um he's such an awesome guy the music for for the show is so special and so unique and has that you know gustavo flavor and uh i'm truly truly and there's going to be an album too there's going to be a soundtrack hell yeah um, that's rad which will be really exciting so yeah if you're a gustavo fan check it out because it's uh, every episode is um like a little individual movie that's an anthology so they're all different and so each one has a really different score too and and so it's it's very very exciting if you're that's a right. gustavo fan check it out yeah i i think heather was saying that you sent him a video of you playing gu- the guitar in the last <laughs> of us too yeah yeah that's it was, so cool um, it was like one of the early times when ellie finds um 
a guitar and you can sort of like have a peaceful moment where you as a player are just like plucking on it and trying to like, um, and so, <clears throat> you know, he also um, composed the music to Brookback Mountain, yeah. which I really love um, that like main theme. I think it's called yeah. Wings. Uh, so I sat there for like an hour and a half trying to teach myself as Ellie how to play Wings on the guitar in <laughs> Last of Us 2 and then recorded it uh, and texted him the video. And he wrote back and he was like, hey, next time we're we're able to see each other in person, I'll teach you how to play it on a real guitar. And I oh was my like, God. I'm, wow. I'm, a, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> He really does what he does so well. It's yeah. just and and it were and you know it's if for both of those that but I almost called them franchises like Brokeback Mountain is a franchise. But for mm. for the both of those, uh, I mean, those there's four works. movies. They- <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, kind of Brokeback Mountain, Comeback Mountain, Return, uh, <laughs> One Way Around the Mountain, and uh, the one they had to make after Heath passed away that stars like a totally different guy. Return yeah. to Witch Mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. That one's got the post credit sequence where they introduce the Punisher, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, the Punisher's in it. Um, it's a, uh, yeah, it's, uh, he, he does what he does so, so well. That's, that's awesome. I, I, here's a question, a little bit of a tangent from Monsterland, but do you have any favorite monsters, especially when it pertains to video games? Oh, man. Shoot. If we're talking Zork, I mean, there's, of course, the Gru that's pursuing you. Yes, <laughs> you can get by. What is the Gru, even? It's some sort of ambiguously, you know, demonic slash ogre-like being, I think, with, with nasty teeth. Uh-huh. Yeah. I really loved, also, just because we just played The Last of Us 2. Are we allowed to spoil The Last of Us 2 a little bit? Probably not. Here's maybe maybe a spoiler. Um, is that like that like super zombie? That oh yes, I know what you're talking. Yeah, there's a there's a mini boss that you're describing in the in the back end of the game. Yeah, yeah, like, it's like not in, even a mini boss. He's like a re- he's like a full on boss. Yeah, it's like in the third quarter of the game or something. And yeah. Abby Abby goes back to get medical supplies and has to fight him. That was like a pretty that was a pretty great boss moment and sort of unexpected. Yeah, that's um, I I I I think Heather was maybe less esteemed uh, by it, but I, that that mo- that boss fight I thought was awesome and I thought, I thought paid it was off fantastic. that sequence. So, I was so fucking scared. Yeah, it took us like the better part of a day also to like kill that. Yes, we kept don't give me that look, Heather. I can see your face from here. <laughs> it took us like a while to kill that that boss. We kept dying a lot. No. Heather, you can talk. I, oh right, I can. Hello. <laughs> she just grim grimacing at me. <laughs> welcome to welcome to our our romantic life. <laughs> grimaces at me. Mary often has to tell me remind me to speak. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> She'll be like, what do you say the words? And I'm like, oh right. They I in my head I'm having the full conversation, but in the outside it's just dead silence and a dead stare. <laughs> um I, I can I can I give a shout out? We're talking video game monsters. Can I give a shout out to skeletons, especially yes. <laughs> in the red skeleton in Castlevania that you knock down and then you get he'll 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 pop right back up after a, a little bit. I think that's a really cool monster. It like looks cool and it's a cool gameplay design. But I don't know, Heather, Matt, you got any favorite ga- video game monsters? Yeah, well, I don't know if he's a monster, but on the skeleton tip, dry bones. I love oh, dry yeah. bones. I think that qualifies. 
Dry Bones in there. is the Mario turtle that's that's that is a zombie ghost. Yeah, yeah, he's like thing? a little uh, yeah turtle skeleton, and he has like yeah, a, like a zombie sc- Koopa. Although apparently shell. he's not a Koopa, he's his own thing. Yeah, man, apparently my favorite monster in any video game is Pyramid Head. I I mm, love Pyramid. Yeah. Nothing nothing has been more alarming than the first time you see Pyramid Head and you're like. Oh, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Every other monster is sort of like structured around like, oh, here's legs with legs. And you're like, aha, I know why that's scary, because legs shouldn't be on the top. Yeah. Uh, and oh, here's zombie dogs, or here's a zombie with made out of fungus. Like, everything tracks. When Pyramid Head comes around a corner and it's like, this man's top half is a triangle. And yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the things I remember about Silent Hill 2, I remember peer- the things that I always think about. Obviously, there's the 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 weird secret ending, but then I also think of uh, Pyramid Head chiefly, but then also the just like the horny ass zombie creatures that are fucking because there's like fucking in that game. <laughs> what? <Is> that- <laughs> Maybe I played a mod. <laughs> <laughs> no there's some like hor- there's like some sort of like they're the way they're material they're interacting with each other it's like kind of horny is it true <laughs> yeah i honestly don't re- i'm not i'm not gaslighting you i honestly don't remember the fucking zombies in silent hill 2 and feel like i feel like if apodaca is looking it up as our producer that he would that he could share this with us well, I, you know, I just typed in Silent Hill Horny Zombies and a Pornhub link came up, so I don't think Ooh. I'll be sharing that. Click it, <laughs> click it. <laughs> On my work computer, no less. But it, it is like the it is like the limb abominations you're talking about, the things that are like just made of legs. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah, they're, 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 they're like grinded on each other. Legs on top, legs on bottom. Yeah. Speaking of fucking zombies, um, did ever anyone ever play the... The House of the Dead Overkill. It was like a, it's like a arcade game, right? Yeah. House yeah. of the Dead Overkill. But then they made, I think, like a Wii version. Um, yeah, I didn't play the Wii. I didn't play the Wii one when they were making some shooting games using the Wii remote. I really enjoyed the Wii version, but it's been probably ten year, eight years, or something like that since I played it. But there's a great monster in that um, called Mother. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh no, no, no. There, this guy the one of the main bosses is sort of like obsessed with his mother and turns her into the she's like the big big boss at the end and she's like a big zombie like huge oh. like like 20 times the size of a real person do you see it matt Are yeah you bringing it up? yeah and and at the end when you defeat her the guy who has sort of like created her that you've been fighting the whole time is like oh no mother because she's like laying on the ground in her back uh, and he crawls into her vagina uh, and it's like really it's like a real macaroni in the pot moment it's like real cushy Um, and then that's how the game ends is that he's just like oh no mother and then he just like crawls up inside of her and returns to the womb she got big droopy titties or am i seeing that wrong looks like yeah yeah. she got big old titties we game wow um, okay. I've got I I will say that this this specifically reminds me of the end of Peter Jackson's horror film, which was titled he made a horror film that was titled Dead Alive in the U.S. and I think was titled Brain Dead Worldwide, uh, and it has a similar thing. It's like the the protagonist is a mama's boy, 
um, who ultimately, but he doesn't choose to be sucked back into his mom's womb. His mom like consumes him and, and she is fucking giant too. She's like a yeah. giant zombie. It's it's so I, I I suspect this is maybe a reference to that, but who knows? Maybe or it's just a trope or could be or, or men just really want to return to the place squishy place from which they came <laughs> any any of you guys ever <laughs> had that feeling <laughs> well hey let's let's pivot uh from zombie moms to fitness and I, I want to, before we get into a Ring Fit Adventure specifically, I do kind of want to ask, because Heather, I know you're very, you're someone who I think of as, as active and committed to fitness and obsessive with it to some degree. <laughs> Is that correct? Uh, I, I was before COVID. Right. Uh, I think that COVID was sort of like a hard wall in between me and my favorite activity. So uh, there has been a major valley in my... Um, What's the word? My 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 fitness intensity. Yes. Uh, and it wasn't until very recently that Mary and I started exercising again. Wow. Uh, we did some exercise in the beginning of COVID, and then uh, just fell away. <laughs> gave up. <laughs> gave gave in. <laughs> just we're drinking every night. Just yeah. <laughs> eating hot Cheetos and gave up. <laughs> I uh, I have done. Uh, it's uh, COVID has been long enough where I have now taken 30 days off of drinking three non-consecutive times. <laughs> I was wow. like, you know what? I'm not going to drink for 30 days. And then, I, and then I come off of it, and then I, I fucking fall off the wagon so hard. So hard to where, like, in a couple, a couple weeks after that, I'm like, all right, you know what? 30 days, no booze. And then Let's I'm just like, I just, I just came off of a cycle, and I'm fucking drinking again. It's a yeah. fucking debacle. Well, uh, but it's I'm, hard. Like, it's what hard. are you looking forward to at the end of the day? Moving from your bedroom to your living room, and you know what I mean. Like, sure. there's nowhere to go, and yeah, it's tough to exercise and stay healthy during quarantine during COVID. Oh, so but but so what are you doing? We what have you been uh, doing for exercise? We've Both been doing some running, mm-hmm. and uh, recently we've run up to five k. We're at five k now. Hey, all right. Um, and then we've done some weightlifting and that was it before I, uh, Mary does yoga, right? I do some you, yoga. Yeah. Oh yeah I, like, I like to just change it up or I get a little bit tired of what I'm doing, but 100%. we, we just moved and we have, um, a, a basement that we've turned into like a home gem. We went wow. and bought bought some weights from a guy on Craigslist because you can't <laughs> you can't get them anywhere so this guy like was selling some weights out of the back of his truck and we bought them and um and so yeah we've been we've been going for like a run and then coming back and and pumping iron every day wow man yeah. that's i because I, I used to go to the gym like uh all the I, you know i kind of like you Heather I think we had similar mindsets of just like exercise is a thing we get really into. Um, and so, uh, yeah, uh, and so I was like going to the gym like so frequently and I, like, I was like, I was going to the gym, you know, three times a week just to do like a, a just to do st- uh, strength training on my own. And then I was also doing like yoga classes and stuff. And this isn't me bragging about like, like, uh, how fit I am. Cause I'm, I'm not, I look like shit. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but I've just like, but I, it, it's just like, it was such an escape for me. And so yeah. not having that, like, exercising... I, I'm similar to Heather. My exercise fell off a cliff 
uh, when we got locked down because I just like I can't get into it exercising in my home in the same way. It doesn't I don't get the same like escape. It feels like a, a chore to me. Yeah. Uh, but what, what, what I guess that brings us to Ring Fit Adventure, which has been an escape for a lot of people. And, and you know, I've been reading like a lot of what I've been reading about this sh- this this game, especially when I was looking for, you know, reviews for for Maybe We're Wrong, which we'll get to later. Uh, is like a lot of people just being like, I I did not exercise and this game got me to exercise or like, like, you know, I did this for 30 days and my, I feel so much better. I look Mm -hmm. so much better. I'm, Mm -hmm. I I have something to look forward to. And so, you know, kind of in the same way as another big Nintendo property animal crossing earlier this year, it just kind of came out. I feel like at the right time for a lot of people. Absolutely. It's such a, it's such a cool game. I, we, since I've started playing it, I think we, I mean, I've only been playing it for this last week uh, for this podcast, but I have recommended it to so many different friends, especially because I have so many friends who have the Switch now because they got Animal Crossing right. at the beginning of quarantine. And I was like, you guys have to do this. You can do it in your living room. And it truly, truly feels like a really like good and fun workout at the end. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I mean, Heather, you want you wanted to to mention to talk about a little bit because there is a peripheral that's involved with the Ring Fit Adventure. There is the there is the the, uh, the titular ring, uh, and then there is also like a leg strap uh, attachment, less heralded but uh, also important. Um, but you had some you had some thoughts on uh, like a game exercise peripherals throughout gaming. Well, yeah, there's some there's Nintendo Nintendo specifically since the NES has been yes. pushing exercise peripherals on us like uh track and field came with the power pad and the power pad was essentially a giant piece of plastic that you stretched out over the ground and then you would run in place stop and jump etc etc and that that feels like it is the i'm sorry what (laughs) (laughs) you can't say that out loud because then we're gonna have to play it on the show I'm not tracking down a power pad. <laughs> I got one in my house, but you could just. Of course you, you do. Well, I'll just. Of course I do. I'll just give it anyway. The, the uh, what was I saying? Oh, um. So there's that, and then there was uh, We Fit, which was extremely yes. popular. I did We Fit. Yeah, We Fit comes from that same lineage of the power pad, and then there was We Fit Plus, where they gave you a pedometer that would track your uh, exercise outside of playing the game. Um, This also, Nintendo made uh, Pokemon Plus, which was a pedometer that you walked Pikachu with, and then I believe you could upload his stats into a game of Pokemon. But all of these, like, quality of life, fitness-activated video games have been like a... It's not... I mean, we... I, I would imagine that most people remember Wii Fit, but this has been like... A 30, 40 year goal of Nintendo yeah. is to get people to exercise while playing video games. And I think that's kind of, I don't know, noble, remarkable, crazy. Yeah, it's it's it, even if it's opportunistic, it seems like it's it's been a positive thing. And I don't know how many people, you know, lo- lost weight or transformed their cardio workouts from using the power pad. But certainly that was the case with Wii Fit. Like a lot of people did really get into working out or I I I knew uh, you know like parents of friends who would have like I like a Wii Wii Sports and Wii Fit and like that was it that was like that was the only console they would ever have bought for themselves but they bought it for that purpose and and it worked for a lot of people I I suspect Ring Fit Adventure may have a similar may appeal to a similar demographic 
if you can find the damn thing. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> if you can track one down. <laughs> like trying to find the lost city of gold. Was it hard to get? <laughs> Very, these were very scarce. Um, uh. I, I, ours was on order for a while, and and the reason this episode is coming out so late is because it took us so long for our our. Uh, we I I think Matt and I we both got this for Best Buy. Yeah, for our Best did, Buy orders to finally come through. We I feel like we've been talking about doing this more than any game we've talked about doing like the longest. Like we've been talking about doing this for months. Yeah. Mm. Well, the game came out on October 18th, 2019, and was developed and published by Nintendo for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, there were huge it shortages came out a year in 2020. Ago? Yeah. Wow. It came out a year ago. Isn't that fucked? That's uh, unreal. From Wikipedia, it says, demand for the game increased drastically during 2020, causing shortages in many countries. This led to resellers selling the game for over $300, up from its retail price of 80 bucks. And I will say when I was looking for negative reviews of this thing uh, for our later segment, uh, many of the reviews were like, this isn't worth $340. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you pay that much? People just got ripped off by fucking scalpers. Yeah. It's a, uh, but and I, honestly, getting this game and finally getting to play it, which I, I just started to get into it this this past weekend before we were recording, uh, when I finally got my 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 grubby little paws on it, I was I did not know this was first party. I thought this was a third party thing that blew up. I had no idea that Nintendo developed it, um, and and I guess that kind of clicks because. Like you, like you were saying, Heather, this is Nintendo is the company to do this. They are the they are they 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 have such a history of trying to to pull this off. Yeah, um, and there's also a Nintendo ish sensibility to the uh, the game itself. There, I yes, th- there's like a Nintendo sense of humor, and I don't know how to describe it, but it's weird, and like mm-hmm. it's present in games. Specific, I mean, it's very obvious. And upfront in games like Paper Mario, yes. But there's always like, I don't know, um, threads of it in games like Zelda, uh, where like Tingle will appear, and he's so fucking weird. Like I yeah. feel like there's a Nintendo sensibility, and this has a very Nintendo. It's sense like of humor. that moment when um, what was his name? Drago. Is Drago. He the- guy you're trying to kill so you're trying to kill this guy drago and you're like uh you're you're sort of exercising him uh it like into a state of weakness i guess (laughs) um but but he's like a big buff dragon and and you perform like you know squats and and uh and like chair moves and and you like uh, what do you push on that ring and stuff like that to to try and kill him but then there are like moments when he will be like lifting his like he'll be like pumping his biceps and like lifting his like you know 500 pound weights and it says on the screen he's working out while he's working on his next move and I feel like that's that kind of humor where it's just yeah. like he don't give a shit like it's he's he's just like pumping iron while he's trying to figure out how to kill you like that feels very Nintendo to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely, and I think it has, you know, it has that sort of. I, I mean, I think the dialogue is punchy and 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 good. I I will say another thing that re- that makes me think of Nintendo's type of humor is that, and you see it a lot in how that how Luigi is treated. You see it in how Mario is treated sometimes. Um, is uh, it really? I feel like revels in the humiliation of weak men. 
Like I feel like because there's a character in this game that is that is a, a cowardly husband who is a shopkeeper. And oh, it hubby. seems to be like like he is like a comedic foil, like this 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 hubby who like get, is scared of like of disappointing his wife and is like scared of monsters and you have to rescue him. Uh-huh. And I was just like, first off, that's uh, I've never felt a scene in a video game. Uh, but then also I was like, that is that is such a Nintendo kind of trope. That's exactly what you'd see like Luigi do in like a, a Mario and, and Luigi Superstar saga. Just be yes. just be scared. Um, (laughs) I I, I, let's talk. We should talk a little bit, Heather, I think about the ring itself, because I it's it's a it's like a well-built piece of equipment. Like you can really squeeze the shit out of this thing. So I'll admit that the first times we've played this game, Mary, Mary played. One of my complaints about the game is that there is not a two player mode. You can't. That's what I wish there was, too. I think it would be it would be so perfect for like roommates and couples if if you could play at the same time. But like. Yeah, just sort of like watching someone else play. Then by the end of that, I was sort of like, well, maybe I, I'll just go inside and eat I some suppose, snacks. I suppose instead. you could give somebody the leg attachment and the other person could have the ring. So one person's in charge of like running <laughs> and the other. Anyway, uh, that's, a, that's a solution for a problem that shouldn't exist. Um, I don't remember how I got on this tangent. What was we talking, talking about, about the ring. ring? Oh, yeah. So I was watching Mary do the like squeeze this ring. And I was like, yeah, that didn't look that tough. Like I I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to handle it. And it's a, (laughs) it's a nightmare. Like that ring is a fucking nightmare and it has a lot more resistance than you expect it to. And the game demands a lot more of you physically than you expect. Like it's a full workout. Yeah, and 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 there's you know you know there are periods where you can rest, but it basically I I, I you know as far as gameplay progresses, I will say that the, the the thing that I like the least about this game ties into one of my least f- favorite physical activities, which is jogging in place, which is how you move through the world. I just I, I hate jogging in place. I like jogging. I will go for a run, but like on it, like it's, it's stationary or even on a treadmill I'm just like this fucking sucks like why I, is it cuz you're not going anywhere you get bored I think so I think I think just like even though the even though my avatar is moving through the world I still am like keenly aware that like I am you know bouncing up and down uh, alternating legs in my in my apartment and bothering the shit out of my downstairs neighbor Well it yeah. sounds it sounds a little bit Nick like each part of your body you have a singular awareness like you said I am bouncing up and down moving each of my legs <laughs> That sounds very like isolated. <laughs> like, do you run like very... qu- do you run like quap? Is that your thing? <laughs> Has to be very deliberate. I'm not coordinated. Um, yeah, so I, I I really don't like jogging the place. And then they also have the high knees for some of like you know if you're going mm-hmm. through a swamp or you're going up a, a, a upstairs or up a slope, uh, you have to do high knees to like and that uh, that is just another thing. It's just like oh I fucking hate doing this. So those were things I had to get over cardio wise. But then the actual, you know, other exercises that you get into, because we talked about how they're you, you get into combat and um, and it'll be like you have to do you have a, like a series of attacks you can choose from. And it'll be be like you choose a squat and then you do a series of squats to deal damage to, you know, an enemy that you're fighting, which is like a sentient kettlebell. Yeah, I will say that, like, some of the moves feel more. I was saying this to Heather. They feel like more masculine to me. Like mm. they're they are working mm. like parts of like my pectoral muscles and stuff that I don't feel like I usually work in 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 workouts that are designed 
for for me. Um, and so I woke up the day after I played. I played for like, I mean, how much did I play that first day? Well, like I an you hour went, and a half or two yeah. hours or wow. something. Your, your first session, I had enough time to text the boys. I think I'm witnessing somebody kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because the game you, like really, it like triggers a part of me, which is just like, I w- I'm very goal oriented and I like to win. And right. so like, I was just like, no, I can do another level. I can do another level. Like I can get, I was so disappointed every time fucking Drago got away that I was just like, okay, well I'll do these next like five levels and, and try and get to him again. But yeah, I mean, I think I did like two straight hours or something and I woke up the next day and I was just like, oh my God, my my breasts are like rocks. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts so fucking much. <laughs> it, it's, uh, I, you know, and, and people listening who maybe haven't played the game might be like 90 minutes. So I play, I play an hour and a half game uh, of games all the time, but like, this is a vigorous workout and like, you'll play for like a half hour and be gassed and the game will implore you to take a break. It will <laughs> yeah. be like, like, Hey, you, you don't have to do it all in one day. Just have some water. Sit down for a second. I gotta do it. I gotta go. Yeah. yeah, I I was tired after just on the second day. I was tired just like starting the game because you have to use the ring to like it, it's like the the A button or the X button or whatever. Like you 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 squeeze the ring to get from screen to screen. And um, after that, before I had even started the actual workout, I was like, "Fuck, I'm so sore. Still, I'm exhausted." Yeah, Matt, Apodaca, you learned that squeezing the ring in off hours adds to your XP. Is that correct? I did learn that. I don't know if, did I tell you that? Unless I just read your mind and I'm about to have a nosebleed or something. I, <laughs> I, I, feel like- I did read that. I read that. Somebody said that on, on Twitter, which I, I didn't know, uh, which I it was a fascinating discovery. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you squeeze it, I don't know if the Joy-Con has to, I would assume the Joy-Con has to be attached to it for that to work because there's no power source in the ring. It's just the ring until you add the Joy-Con to it. But if you squeeze the the ring with the Joy-Con attached, it tracks it and then adds it to your um to your, you know, your score to your points when you uh, get back to the game. That's really hip. And I feel like that's the kind of weird Nintendo detail that you find out about. It'll be like, "Yeah. Hey, did you know if you hold down all these buttons, you can change the GameCube intro theme?" Uh, right. is is the same as if you squeeze the ring when you're not playing the game, you still get points. Hmm. There was something, there was some Nintendo 3DS feature where if you carried it around, like it, 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 you yeah. would collect coins. Street, street Pass. Mm-hmm. Street Pass, that's what it was. Street Pass was uh, like a blue, like basically a Bluetooth feature or like a local wireless where not only would you collect coins, but you would swap info with people that you passed on the street and there were a bunch of like puzzles and adventure uh, exercises like adventure game stuff that you could only do battle with or unlock these puzzles if you passed people on the go. So you would carry your 3DS with you everywhere. The only place I ever had any success with that was the airport. Like at the airport, Mm. you'd you'd get off, you'd get off a plane and you'd be like, Oh shit. I met like 30 or 40 people Mm -hmm. in the last couple of hours who we're all carrying their 3DS, so I got all their little dudes, and we can all go on our adventure together. I would take it to like uh, to like Disneyland. That was like a oh, good spot for wow. it. Smart. Uh, and then, you know, you, you'd probably be like about the same as like the airport, but you wouldn't 
I mean, I'm not playing my 3DS uh, at a theme park. I'm getting on the rides, baby, eating churros. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I yeah, it's it's so you're right. It is a very Nintendo feature. And and back to the ring, I I will say that uh, one of the things you have to do is the way you defend is an ab uh, technique where you have to flex your abs and then turn the ring towards your body uh, and then squeeze it hard against your abs to like it, it does feel like you're creating a shield. But I never like enjoyed doing that. I always felt like that was so uncomfortable. I mean, we we touched on it in the intro, but I always found it like uncomfortably sexual. The language being used, where like the ring is like jam, jam it against your stomach, like right. Oh no, you, not it, me. That's what made yeah, it wrong. Me, it's very it's for me. Reason. Yes, it's like it's like push me against your tummy, and you're like, oh god, fuck, no. Yeah, because the ring is a character in the game. You have a you have a pretty standard mute RPG antagonist, JRPG antag or antagonist, uh, protagonist, a mute JRPG protagonist, and then you have the ring is your companion uh, who is in the game, and he's uh you know he's he's sentient, he's anthropomorphic or she, uh, and uh, has a voice of your choice, and then it, it, it is is basically instructing you how to do all the various exercises. And you're right, it is first person, um. I, I I will say that 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 the RPG tropes that it kind of deals in did make me just re- like want to play like more just like JRPGs like ones where I didn't have to get sweaty and tired uh, because <laughs> I was just like I do like you know getting items and and uh, new armor uh, which this game has an equivalent of I do mm-hmm. like you know uh, uh, beating monsters and random and random encounters. But I just like this, like at a certain point, this is does legitimately fatigue you, mm. and I I feel like kind of the joy of some of those tropes wore off for me. Some of those conventions wore off for me. Well, that's what I said to Heather when we when we first started playing. I was like, if all video games were like this, and you had to actually use your body to make the characters move, no one would play right. video games. <laughs> I mean, like, we, we always joke when we're working out that we want to get buff like Abby from uh, uh, Last of Us 2. Yeah, um, yeah. Because she's so fucking awesome. Um, and uh, But, like, if we had to do half, like, not even half, if we had to do, like, one scene of what she does in the video game using our own bodies or, or whatever controllers, like, I mean, we would never make it through that game, ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, like, the, the reason these games work, and I think JRPGs in general also work, is because there is such a detachment from the on-screen play and I think a thing that this game exposes about JRPGs is that they are repetitive, but you don't care when it's just button presses because you can like choose different magic or whatever. But in this, I'm like, man, I do not want to see another like red kettlebell on yes. this path. Like I don't <laughs> fuck you guys. Like if if you can just generate all the assets in the world because you're Nintendo, like why not populate it with like different monsters have different like I don't know, like, like a, like, like, why not make a guy that looks like a rowing machine? Maybe there are some later on. I don't know. Yeah, maybe later Yeah, on. we haven't gotten through all the levels. I will say, though, yeah, it did get a little bit tiring when you start a new level and you just, you run for a while, you collect coins, and then you run into a, a bad guy, right? And then you have yes. to, like, exercise and defeat them. And it would be nice, I guess, if, like, that, 
you know, structure was mixed up a little bit more. Maybe it does. Does it do that when you get later, farther well, into the game? There are some mini games which you may have uh, you may have come across. Like for you know, there's the uh, uh, you know, there's like a like a kind of a a, a whack a mole with robots that you kind of like, that you use the and, and it varies up how you're using the ring a little bit. And I was oh, like, okay. I like some of those. I don't think we That's, got that far. Yeah, some of that stuff I think is fun. Or maybe we accidentally skipped it. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because it's not know. it's not you know mandatory progression. But I I think that would be it, it. If anything, like if there's a reason I wouldn't stick with this, it's that you kind of get to the point and and yeah, like you were saying, Heather, you kind of see the seams and you're like, okay, I I get what's going on here. Um, uh, it, and also just again the jogging the jogging in place. It's just it's just such a fucking drag. <laughs> I I will say I do want to say about Drago real quick. I think it's an and, and it'd be interesting to see where the story goes, but it's it's it feels like a choice that he has kind of that beach muscle body where he's mm-hmm. got like the huge upper body and then not much going down, uh, and not much going on downstairs. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he's got kind of that puny lower body, like he's been he hasn't been uh, been doing leg day. Uh, and and if you were really doing like a twenty twenty idea of a Jack dude. Like he'd have some cakes, right? Like he'd have that wagon, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he doesn't really. Weeks. He doesn't really have a bit. Yeah, he doesn't have big cheeks. He doesn't have a big, uh, you know, a, a developed low, lower body at all. It's just disproportionately <laughs> puny compared to his massive, uh, fucking arms and torso. That anyway, that feels to me Good like point. what they're saying. Good is, point. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, Mary. That's all I wanted. I just wanted someone to acknowledge how smart I am. <laughs> Why did he get trapped in the ring in the first place? Because that that was my question story-wise about the game. Is is it just cuz he's like evil and we what? just don't know why? I, I want to say that I want to say Mar- we've started this game and Mary's like, "Oh, this story is not very good." Like her first <laughs> like her she like the opening cinematic is like, I don't know, like a 10-minute like little introduction to the world and she was like, mm, "Yeah, I I could I I feel like this could have been written better." Like in a video, I mean, like obviously, video games aren't written well as a general rule. But it was really funny that in in holding a ring, talking to like a sentient dumbbell, Mary was like, "I wish these characters had a little bit more development." <laughs> well, I guess I'm I'm really I'm truly interested, and I hope that someone will someday make a game like this where you mm. feel like there is actual character or actual stakes inside one of these exercise games. Mm. Because I think that's maybe a f- one sort of failure of the game is that, again, like you sort of get used to the structure, but there aren't like stakes that you necessarily can actually grasp onto. And just like imagine if if there were, imagine if there was like any sort of uh, you know, semblance of like real character development or real goal or real stakes. Like you'd play that game every day and and like truly try to try to beat it. And and that's what I feel like is is it's not necessarily missing because the game is what it is. And I think it's definitely good. But I feel like there's a version of that kind of workout game that I would be really excited about. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it. It, it's uh because the story is very flimsy here there's there's just basically i mean i guess it's it's just meant to be for all ages and it's just meant to be a lot of times it feels like the the, the cinematics that are there are just to let you cool down a little bit between your workouts yeah um, by the way can i say this 
the game tracks how long you work out, not just how long you play the game, and then feeds you that information later. And it is so unsatisfying. Like, because <laughs> I like I played for like an hour, and then I would get like like a total workout time. 12 minutes 20 minutes yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's just like it's like there's no way that was the the amount of active time I, I know it's doing a lot of shit but it really only counts the times when you're actively doing an exercise um you know not sitting in a menu or not using or, or even if you're in the even in if you're playing the game even if you're like in combat if you're not actively doing an exercise it doesn't count that as part of the workout i i also want to say that you know i think nick you were the one who said track it on your apple watch uh, yes. while you're playing. And there's a new Apple Watch feature that is fitness gaming where you can track fitness gaming that Matt pointed out. And the stats were on my watch were totally different from the stats on the ring. Uh, my heart rate was absolutely different. And so were the amount of calories that I'd burnt. And I don't know which one is more accurate, but I would tend to believe that it would be the Apple Watch and yeah. the Ring Fit was deeply underselling the amount of calories burned. Like, it'd be like, you know, you'd exercise for 20 minutes or play the game for 20 minutes, and it would be like, you burned 50 calories. And my watch would be like, no, you burned 200 in that time. <laughs> right. Um Yeah. So, yeah, the metrics are maybe not, uh, you know, uh, all fully to be trusted. I it's big, especially with heart rate, too. Like, it's a, it, at one point, it said my heart rate was, like, 90 because it uses the, uh, uh, you know, just the, uh, it, it just tries to read your, read, the, read your pulse from your thumb. Um, and I, I just knew I could count my pulse ma manually and know it was, like, 120, 130. So, yeah, that happened uh, to you, too, Heather. It was, like, 75 on the game, and then on your watch, it was, like, 130 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Very different. Yeah, while we're shitting on Ring Fit, actually. Um, <laughs> well, I want to say something about the leg strap, which came comes with the game. You get, like, that, you get, like, the ring and you get the leg strap. And as, like... You know, I'm I am not a large woman, but I have like, you know, decent sized thighs and it like fits around my thighs. But I was like, if I was a larger person, mm -hmm. it would not fit me. And I think for a workout game, it's like maybe a little bit sizest. And I feel like they should uh, be a little more inclusive, especially if it's like going on someone's, you know, body body parts. You have to strap it around your leg and it has yeah. to stay there in order for the game to work. And I think. I think Nintendo should think about that. I I, I will say overall, I, I I did enjoy it, and I feel like it's worth sticking with. But maybe we should just get to our final thoughts. Maybe I think it's time for our review crew. Review. 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 review crew. So, so we'll each say something positive about Ring Fit Adventure and give the game a numerical decimal rating. My positive thing is you get to the end of a stage and it has you do a victory pose, which is you squat down and then you raise the ring over your head and stand up in triumph. And that feels very satisfying. And the games like what the game is trying to make you like the character feel and make you feel I feel like is is nicely synchronized in that moment. Uh, I think this exercise, I think this is if for I think if you're someone who needs some sort of motivation to exercise um, and are feeling pretty inert right now and, and again, can track the goddamn thing down, uh, it's it's you know, it's worth trying. I, I, I think that it that it's 
it's it, it's fun and it's well designed and I think it's going to motivate some people who maybe wouldn't otherwise work. I mean, I can see I, you can already see from the online response that it's motivating people who wouldn't otherwise work out to work out. So for that reason, I'm going to go ahead and say this succeeds at what it's trying to do and this gets an 8.0. Uh Heather Ann Campbell. I really liked abguarding and I I rarely in a video game do you feel like you're doing the thing like i did i didn't really feel connected to punching like if i'm twisting my body and and you're seeing like a graphic of like a fist punch a monster i'm like ah that doesn't really track like it's 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 a little ridiculous that you like lay down and you like slowly move your legs out and slowly bring them back up and it's doing damage but ab guarding I hope that they gave each other a round of high fives at the table when that uh, when that was like figured out because it feels like you're doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing to protect yourself on screen. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. I love that part so much. Um, I know that it upset you, Nick, but it I didn't like it. I loved I love that (laughs) ab guard. Didn't care for it. Um, Watching Mary do it, that was the part that I was the most excited to try, was abguarding. Um, so let's see. Uh, it's designed well. Um, it's intuitive. Uh, and um, yeah, it has its shortcomings. But like, I don't think, I don't think Nintendo was planning to make the fitness game that came out during a pandemic. Right. And so like, Maybe it would have been more robust or deep if they had known that maybe some people could only do ring fit in order to exercise. Um, yeah, 8.5, dude. 8.5. Wow. Not Apodaca. What are your thoughts? So, yeah, I mean, I I loved this. Uh, I'm glad we finally got to, like, yeah, track it down and get 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 my hands on it because I, you know... I'm not a very, I, I like go outside and walk, but like the air quality has been so bad for like hiking and stuff right now that I yeah. haven't been going outside much at all. Yeah, good point. So like doing this inside has been like the only like physical activity I've done in the last like maybe like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I, I really love it. And outside of the, the like the main story, I turn the music, I turn the, I mute my TV when I play it and I put music on because uh, I think it just sounds too baby. Mm. Like it, it, there's Mm. like the rings voice is too baby. And I just, uh, I just don't need, I don't know. I I don't, I don't love it. Yeah. It's just, it's too baby to me. Uh, But I, I, so I put on like, you know, like workout music and I'll, I'll do that. And um, I, I don't know. I, I, but I, you know what I do turn the music on for? There's a, um, in the main menu outside of the out of the main game, there's like a rhythm game section where you can do sort of like rhythm activities. Yes. It's like a you know, you, you it repurposes the the Joy Cons, uh, you know, in the ring for a different thing, and you can do um, like movement. Like I guess like it's like a dance game, but it's to you can do like to some of the songs in the game or to some other Nintendo songs. So I was doing, I tried out uh, Jump Up Superstar from Odyssey and I had a lot of fun doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Because uh, that's not a song that I would ever picture myself actually dancing to, but I, I had a great time uh, <laughs> doing it there. I also tried the Jump Rope Challenge, which is not 
part of this game, but it's another uh, activity uh, game that Nintendo made during the pandemic and released for free and is now, I think, taken down from the eShop. But hmm. I, I liked doing both those things in tandem. So I love that it got me active. I'm going to give this a nine. Wow. Nice. Great score. Solid All right, work. Mary, something positive, your review. Well, I think here's the thing. We are living in garbage times right now, and the world is literally on fire. And I don't know about you guys or anyone who's listening, but I have a lot of mental health issues, and I think they're all exacerbated during this horrible time. And this game made me feel better. And so that that's my positive review, is that like starting your day doing like 20 minutes of ring fit i seriously it like gave us a better outlook for the rest of our day and it really works it's a good physical challenge um and it's light and it's fun and it doesn't feel like you're in our current world at all so i i give it a fucking 10 man because i think wow I think it's it's great. For, like I we've seriously we've recommended it to a bunch of our friends and I I feel like it's it's a it's the just like Animal Crossing was. It's like the perfect antidote for for these um dumpster fire days. Wow. Well, there you go. And hey, I'll just say just as an aside to, to anyone listening, if you are trying to track it down, it is it has gotten more and more in stock places. Don't pay a fucking scalper the uh, three figures for this fucking thing. Just just wait for it to come in stock at Best Buy or Target or whatever. You could probably pick one up. But hey, those were our thoughts. But maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we We've got some reviews from the rest of the internet, and their takes run contrary to ours. Someday I'll write some copy for this part. <laughs> no, that's and, great. <laughs> and it'll be such a nice transition good. between those two moments. Um, but I have a review here from Amazon, uh, which is a one-star review of a verified purchase, uh, which had been owned for, RingFit had been owned for nine months when uh, this this review came out, Van Damage writes one star. Ugh, wish I'd never bought this thing. I can't stand it. I don't know what I was thinking. I play video games, so I don't have to move. Somewhere <laughs> I forgot that, and I was quickly reminded. <laughs> one star <laughs> review for Ring Fit. <laughs> Heather, that is literally the one review I pulled. <laughs> it was that exact same one for Van Damage. And, and I, I love it because also it's 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 a lot of the negative reviews were like people I feel like stealth bragging about how their own fitness regimens and being like, this wasn't much of a workout for me or like, you know, like I, you know, I do I do Pilates and this didn't really challenge me. And it's just like, fuck you. That's not who the game's for. But I like how this one is just so honest with just. He just, he just fucking wants to sit there. And yeah, we do. That's what we want to play games for. There was that period with the, when, when the Wii was ruling the, the Earth where I think people were afraid that, oh, fuck, are we going to get into a, a world where you got to fucking swing a, a thing around to swing a sword all the time? And you, you got to be physically active when you're playing games? We don't want that. And I'm glad things reoriented and recentered them back on just fucking couch gaming because that's what it's all about. <laughs> I did find another review which echoed... Uh a thing that Mary said uh, about the uh, leg strap. And I would love to share that in, in the possibility that it would lead to somebody like releasing a solution on Amazon, perhaps like a leg strap extender or something else, which was um, 
I'm very sad with this. It's a one-star review from uh, somebody named Blue. I'm very sad with this. I'm a big girl, 190 pounds, and I got this to get into the habit of working out and enjoying it. The game is really, really fun and actually challenging workout-wise. The one time I used it, it was a very thorough workout, and the next day I was very sore. I'm giving it one star because the leg strap just wouldn't hold on to my thigh. I'm thick and my legs are ample, so I tried tightening it to the point where it was very secure and it would just roll off after one exercise. Tried it over workout pants, nothing. Over my skin, nothing. Over jeans, pants, and everything, and it just wouldn't stay. So I'm very sad. I do understand the game is fairly new, so perhaps further along they'll sell a bigger leg strap or a different sort of attachment, but for now it's just not fat-friendly. I think that's a, a really valid negative review of Ring Fit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're both right. This could that that and this is a fixable problem. Um, do you guys have any more? Um, that's all I got. I got somebody. Somebody said this needs improvement. Great concept idea, but graphics are not as good as expected. <laughs> <laughs> what did they expect? <laughs> I hope someone at Nintendo is just like, note taken. Got it. <laughs> like that actually, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's time for the question block. Ding! All right. This one's from at Kyle Gratian on Twitter. And Kyle writes, other than fitness, what aspects of your life are you open to gamifying? Mm. All right. Look, I love cooking. Love it. But if like, if there was like a cooking level that I had, you know, like I'm currently level 12 cooking mm -hmm. and it would track the recipes that I cook and some kind of outcome tracker, like just like temperature gauge and like, I don't know. And I could level up cooking and it would provide me with harder recipes as I leveled up. That would be awesome. I know you do that sort of naturally, but it, but like, for example, I would, I don't know that I would ever try a mousse. Like I, I probably would never try to make a mousse or mm -hmm. like a, like a, like some kind of like egg drop cocktail or something. But if there was like a video game version of cooking, that would give me like, okay, you've done this and you've done that. Now you're going to combine them for this next recipe and level up. I'd be like, that's fucking awesome. Yes. Is it, wasn't there that game on, on the Wii that did that? Well, no, I mean in real life. Oh, like in this real life. Is, like this <laughs> yeah. is an exercise game that actually exercises you. Oh, I would oh, love oh, like oh. some kind of smart tools cook. where yeah, yeah. they tracked your cooking and then provided you with new recipes. Nice. Uh, yeah, you make some corn muffins and you get 40 chef points. <laughs> for some bullshit uh i do i do love that i i will say my the thing i always thought of is like video streaming services should just have achievements like it, you should if you log on to hulu it should be like if there's a new show there should be an achievement for watching a new show that would be a way to get to incentivize people who like gamifying mm. things to watch new content but then also you should get like achievement you should get experience for completing an entire season mm -hmm. completing an entire series if it, it was like if you watch five film noirs, you should get some sort of, you know, film noir medal or something like yeah. that. Like people would fucking love that shit. Mm -hmm. and, and and I'm surprised that you see it. it, it it's so it's so people get so obsessive with it on on consoles that streaming services haven't picked that up and been like, hey, this is a thing we can include. You're logged in already. Anyway, we're, we're tracking every single fucking frame that you watch anyway. 
let's find a way to gamify that a little bit and give you some reward, even if it's just some bullshit made up experience thing, because people want that anyway. Yeah, that's interesting. Like yeah. you could you you could even do it for like it the top five movies of all time, like the movies that you're supposed to have watched by now. But like, you know, there are people who have like no Godfather, but haven't actually seen Godfather. And it's like, OK, yes. mm-hmm. here's Godfather, Citizen Kane, like like a like a mega box. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like you you unlock cinephile or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, like, that would be awesome. Nick, that's a great idea. It's a totally great idea. Like Hulu does this thing. um, which our show is a part of called Huluween. And a mm-hmm. lot of people subscribe to Huluween um, and they usually have like a couple of new shows and then they have a couple of new like horror movies and then they have a ton of like old horror movies and like classics that they put up as a part of Huluween. And something like that would be really cool that you like, have you watched like all 20 of the, like the best horror classics of all time and you like stamp it off and then you, you know, that's awesome. Hey, Hulu, it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Mary? Do you get? I know you're not as as much of a uh, of, of a gamer as Heather, but you are like you. you do, I know you like games. Does gamification click with you on anything? Um. <laughs> well, um. Yeah, sure. I mean, what about like? Um, okay, so. I remember someone telling me a story about uh, like a VR game um, that they played, I think at Nintendo, where they were like on a beach and then I I don't think it's a game that's released. It was a game that was like in progress and they went to Nintendo and they were like, check out this game. And they were like on a beach and then they walked the beach. and It was very beautiful. And then they went up to this old house and sat on the porch and this beautiful woman like ran by, jogged by on the beach and then came up and said hello and then just like sat next to you and you had a conversation with her. And that was the whole game. Um, I mean, I guess it's not a game. It's more of like a VR experience or something. But what if, because I'm a person who has a lot of like social anxiety, what if there were games for like conversation? Um, oh, wow. Or, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. dinner conversation or or conversation with strangers. Um, like even like like even maybe like some Emily Post type bullshit or something, just sort of like how to be like a person in the world. <laughs> I'd really love to level up on that. <laughs> um, I, I you know, there's a there's a subreddit I, I lurk at. um I think it's social skills, our social skills. And uh-huh. I will say as someone who also has like, you know, some social anxiety, it's it's like, you know, it's it's interesting to see and 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 helpful sometimes to see that other people are are struggling with things and uh, you know, sometimes just some like very very basic help with like you know, having to fucking make conversation on a podcast that people listen to or whatever. <laughs> this, this, this. Yeah, this. I, so I'd this love sort to of level thing. up on this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I like, I, I actually look, uh, look at that, but yeah, you're just some, some sort of thing that was, I, I don't know. Do, do you ever like, I know you, you've played some text adventures. Do you ever play uh, uh, games with like dialogue trees or anything like that? No, I haven't. Have was I, she, Heather? I mean, you played, um, Doki Doki Literature Doki Club. Doki that's Doki got literature oh, there you Club. go. Yeah, that's one. Of the, yeah, that's yeah. a visual novel. Yeah, that's what. That's yeah. That's a, that's along those lines for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I. I uh, yeah. That's a. Hey. I think that's another great idea. And you know what? I'll also say on Mary's behalf. 
Hulu, it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Get Played Potter. Send us an email at getplayedpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 616-2PLAYED. That's 616-275-2933. Mary Laws, thank you for returning. The new, the, the new show is Monsterland. It premieres October 2nd on Hulu. Please tell us about the show and anything else you would like to promote. Um, yeah, the show is um, an eight-part anthology series that's uh, the first show up in Hulu's Halloween, uh, sort of Halloween, scary, spooky season. Um, it follows eight different protagonists in the United States as they grapple with their lives and encounter monsters of various um, uh, natures uh, along the way. Um, it's it's really cool show. We have incredible um, uh, monster creation by K and B, who did all of like The Walking Dead. They're awesome, um, and so we've got some stunning monster creations. Uh, awesome actors: um, Caitlin Devers on the the show, Taylor Schilling, uh, Mike Coulter, who's uh, uh, Luke Cage. Some might know him as Luke Cage. We've got like a great host of talent. Um, and it's all going to be streaming on October 2nd. Hope you'll hope you'll tune in. Wow. Check that out. And hey, Matt, tell us next week's game. Next week's game, The Twilight Zone. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Bucket. <laughs> Edge. <laughs> I'm glad Edge became a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Surprise.